It's the Exit 52 podcast presented by Jimmy Seafood back here recording on a Monday night. Taylor, RDT, and Banks, the original trio back together for the first time in a long time. Fellas, great to see both of your faces uh, virtually. Uh, how are you guys doing on Mon- this Monday night as we start the week? I'm good to you, Banks. You going to serve it to me? Yeah, all right. things yeah. are good, dude. I mean, the, the birds are rolling. We're, we're getting close to football. We get a little taste here two weeks away or so. Um, I'm ready for it. I think everybody's ready for it. It's a great time to be a Baltimore sports fan. What's not the like? It's perfect. We're getting that like, it's not cold, but like the weather, it's kind of cooling down. Like tonight, I had, I almost wore a sweatshirt. It's a softball. Like I like that. Again, the first uh, first couple of weeks of football, it's, it's a nice, cool weather, but Again, like you said, I mean, awesome weekend in, in, in Baltimore with the birds minus one major uh, injury. But the atmosphere at the ballpark was great. Um, again, the team is rolling. They smoked the Chicago White Sox tonight, which is fantastic. Grayson's rolling. DL is up. Like, it's 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 a good time right now. It's a lot of fun. Do we think that Saturday was, Saturday was the last, like, 100-degree real field day of the year? Do we think that we were done? Maybe I I will say it was it was very hot at Pickles when I was there, but as soon as we got into the stadium and the sun went down, it was like perfect. It was it was yep. an awesome baseball day. So like it was yes, it was it was hot during the day, but yeah, I'm hoping that that was kind of the last one. We usually get one like week one sometimes gets gets pretty hot and steamy, and it's always like holy shit, they're playing football and it's it's 95 degrees. But hopefully that's the last one. I would it's say the, like 60 percent uh, of the time the Oriole or excuse me the Terps Saturday opener is yes, like yes. as well. So we'll that's that. where I was going with that. It's the, the first sat- Saturday home at Maryland stadium where CQ the stadium. section just gets absolutely baked mm-hmm. out there in the sun. They could not have put that student section in more of a just direct angle with the, the way that the, the bleachers are angled and the way the sun beats down and in late August, early September, mm-hmm. maybe the hottest place in the state. When it's I, always we like against Howard or or, or oh uh, Bowling Green or something. Yeah, Morgan well, Towson is, is coming year. up. This, Towson is coming up this Saturday, so that is a pretty par for the course. The the exit fifty two bowl. Yes, yes, That's a true, huge man. one, a huge one. A new coach for Towson, I believe. No idea who it is. I forget. Yeah. <laughs> um, there you go. Fully bought it. Mike Lock, Mike is alma mater Towson, so um, mm-hmm. storylines abound. Uh, for Maryland, uh, 3.30 on the Big Ten Network. Uh, Maryland, much, much hyped Maryland football heading into the season. This, this is a classic Joe B spot, by the way, on Big Ten Network. Yeah. It, can yeah. I tell you who's calling the game? Joe, Joe B. B. Joe B. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Uh, Let's go. I'm, I'm almost hockey's right around the corner. We got hockey around the corner. We got Ryder Cup picks in the morning. A uh, mm-hmm. month away from that. Fall golf. Whew. Life's good, baby. Have a day. I, now I'm questioning myself whether Joby's calling the game. I'll check my sources. I'm pretty sure he's calling one of these first few games, and I think it's this one. Um, yeah, yeah. The fall is certainly, certainly right around the corner, um, and we're very excited for that. And with that will come Orioles baseball in the playoffs, uh, hopefully for very, very long into the fall. But as you said, Eric, I think unfortunately, despite our you know massive positivity and and a great you know, last few weeks of, of Baltimore baseball, the Felix Bautista um, situation certainly looms large. Um, you know, it feels like one where he's going to be out for a while. 
I, they haven't obviously given that like official confirmation. Um, but when you throw a pitch like that and you see the arm do that, there aren't many other resolutions. Um, and now the thoughts go to, you know, who will kind of patch together for him as the Orioles head into games where they, this is where they were saving him for was, you know, these playoff games. And now he probably will not play a part. Uh, Eric, your overall uh, thoughts on the Felix Bautista situation, other than the fact that it is brutally disappointing for a guy that is an incredible story and would have really, I think, put himself in the national conversation once mm-hmm. he got to the playoff stage. It's very unfortunate for him on all those, from a personal perspective, just getting hurt and potentially losing out on money and all those different things, but also the fact that, like, this gigantic human being throwing 102 miles an hour, I think would have been a pretty instant star in a postseason play. It, I, I'm, I'm like drooling thinking about like what TBS or somebody would have done at like a night playoff game when he comes in. Like, the, you know, the broadcast would have been, it would have been awesome to see. You're right. I mean, he would have been one of these guys that, you know, you get, you're getting Ernie Johnson and, and, and all those guys who do the, the, the shows like talking about him and, and kind of just drooling over him. Cause this is really as people's like, first kind of taste of him outside of the all-star game. And then obviously last year, but when it happened, I mean, I saw him throw the pitch and I saw him kind of fall off and I just kind of picked up my phone and started scrolling again. It was like, Oh, you know, that's just a pitch. And then I looked back up and it's like, Oh no, like what's, what's going on here. Rewound it a couple of times. I originally thought it was his back. I don't know what you guys thought. Like I thought it was his back or, um, I know he like he like flexed his ankle and did some stuff too, so that was kind of weird. Um, but and again, I was hoping it's his back, and you're like, whatever, let's just go. We'll get this strike, and and we'll we'll get the win. And then I don't know if you guys watched the press conference, but Hyde didn't even let them ask the question. He just straight up said we removed Felix Bautista from the game with arm discomfort, and that's when like. And again, I tweeted it out. I admitted it. I gave Ben Verlander a lot of shit last week for his Shohei like funeral obituary tweets. I was right in his shoes. I, I, I get then I, ben, I get it, and I apologized because it was a, it was a dark time. Um, anytime again, like Taylor, you said the guy's six eight to 70, 80, 290, something like that. Um, when you're throwing one hundred two, like he did, I think the pitch before. I mean, that's that's the crazy part. Like, you know. He, he had control. I mean, it, 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 the pitch before it was great. And, and that's, I think, you, I think you put out a tweet. Like, I think you said like one Oh two, like sort yeah, of like one Oh two down the dick crying emoji face. Yeah. Five yeah. minutes earlier I had tweeted, I, I'm going to pass out watching Felix's entrance in, in October. And again, I got a couple like uh cold takes exposed and I was like, that's not what this is at all. Like, yeah, that's not it. Um, I was like, not the time nor the place right now either. Like, what are we doing? Um, but yeah, it just it sucks. And again, anytime um, you see something like that happen, an injury, and they don't even think about throwing a pitch, obviously the worst thing kind of jumps in your mind. Um, I assume, and again, I have no inside information. I know the same amount of stuff that everybody else does. Um, I I think he's getting Tommy John. You know, I'm sure the fact that we're two days after and we still don't really know, like they haven't said much. He, obviously, he's on the IL. They may just be trying to keep it kind of hidden, but. I mean, Brian, you, I'm sure you'll talk more about this, but again, I mean, you'd almost rather that fully be torn as opposed to like a partial tear or anything like that. Just it's a clean cut and you just go in, get surgery. But again, I mean, he's going to be out for a majority of next year too, I assume. Again, this is just me guessing that he's done with Tommy John surgery. I think that is really, again, a guy that big, that just massive guy throwing that fast, like it's not going to be able to heal itself. 
and and it's just gonna it's gonna tear you know it's it's gonna happen eventually if it, if it hasn't fully torn already so it sucks um again that you just you kind of got have to try and weather the storm um season isn't over obviously like does it suck to lose him yes but DL Hall has looked awesome since coming up. Fuji has had a great three or four last appearances. Like Jacob Webb is still pitching really good. The back end of this bullpen is still very good. Cano has looked awesome. Probably the last month. I don't think he's given up a run in August. Yeah, um, I think that's the stat. Correct. He he's looked really, really good. So again, not having the best closer in baseball, shocker. It's gonna suck and it's gonna hurt your team at some point. It's gonna come back to bite you. Um, but again, the, the, I think the back end of this bullpen has pitched very well. Uh, plus, again, adding a Tyler Wells probably in the next week or two you know so not all is lost again it's not doom and gloom it's not it's not a black cloud hanging over you know baltimore anymore I, I think this team is good enough still again to say hey we're gonna go out you know felix can't be there guess what cano is gonna step right up he was an all-star for a reason so and, and again it, just, it sucks for him because again he was kind of knocking on the doorstep of this massive stardom i feel like and it was just having such a great season and 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 a fun story and you know, they had him mic'd up for that Sunday night game. And, and it just sucks because, again, the Orioles have had pretty good injury luck, minus Mullins, and then, you know, a banged-up Hicks for a little bit. But other than that, you know, nobody really. So it does suck. But, again, kind of just have to bury it. And you say we're, you know, let's go let's go beat the White Sox again. So it's really much all you can say. Yeah, I mean, they're eating – they're, sorry, um, to follow up on that, they're continuing to play good baseball. They've won 8 of 10. So – um yeah yeah banks when you looked at that what are your overall thoughts i think eric covered pretty much all of it like it just sucks and there's no replacing a guy like that but you you can if you if you're a fan you can just sit back and try to um you know rest easy on on the idea that a lot of those other bullpen guys are pitching well and they're trending in the right direction they're finding some good stuff and there are I don't know. You call them additions or you, you call them returns from injury. John means is another guy who can show up in, in September and October. Um, what role they carve out for him is very much yet to be seen, but there are little pieces that they're adding in that the sum of their parts, like probably don't add up to a Felix Bautista, but it definitely softens the blow. I like seeing the way, and I'm not sure that this was called on camera, but when deal hall ran into the game on Saturday, he looked up and it looked like he was looking into like one of the, the sky boxes or the suites just before he got to where about the rosin bag is. And he looked up there and he just like nodded his head and pumped his glove. And he just looked so fired up. Like I'm back and I'm supposed to be here. Like there's been a couple mm -hmm. of these Orioles prospects that have come up and they've, they've been a little deer in the headlights and they've, it's shown in their performance and they've gone down and they've come back up. Grayson's obviously the biggest example but when they come back up, they've got the confidence and they know they belong and they shove from there. And it looks like so far that's what D.L. Hall is bringing to the table. Um, it's, you know, it, you got to think Cano obviously is, is the guy at the back end here and he's going to be until he gives us a reason not to. Um, I know there's been flashes in some of those downturns in June and July where it's like his erratic, when he goes erratic, he goes very erratic and it's a little mm -hmm. bit scary. It's like maybe deep seated in our brains, hopefully not his. Um, but it's nice to know that you have some other pieces that um, if things go sideways, you can at least give the ball and hope for the best. So um, yeah, it's just, it sucks that like it's going to impact this year. 
um, what you said about like when you hear UCL, like there's, there are no minor UCL injuries. They just don't exist. It's, Mm. it's TJ or bust. Um, and it's a product of like the human arm literally cannot support throwing a baseball that fast. It just can't. And the reason you see so many people throwing high nineties, well into the one hundreds these days is generally because the training and the ability to get all this torque from the trunk and the core is so like advanced versus where it used to be maybe 20 years ago. But the arm ligament is not a muscle that you can truly train to support that kind of torque and that kind of, it's just, it's just not a thing. So, um, you know, maybe somebody at six foot eight, you would hope that that could support that a little better, but you know, in the end it, it came back to bite them and it just sucks that it's probably going to be TJ. Like it's, it's, just the way of the world, I guess. Yeah, especially with the just, you know, massive amounts of guys that get this all the time. I mean, you're right, Banks. Mm-hmm. It's just a – it's almost like a rite of passage to get Tommy John at some point in your career, and you hope to be one of the guys that avoids it. Um, and Felix Bautista is unfortunately one of those guys. I think it's, like, very easy for us to obviously sit here and take the positive view of being like, yeah, guys are pitching one the bullpen. Um which hopefully continues and you have a guy like Dia Hall that maybe can, can fit in there and, and do some of those things. I think when people do the whole, like, you know, Oh my God, where's Felix is, you know, game three of the ALDS where mm-hmm. you're like, this is where we really need him. And somebody, you know, just has a bad outing and you're like, this is where Felix Bautista would have pitched. I think those will be tough moments, tough future moments, but at this point, yeah, all you can hope is that they continue to turn this trick of, making these guys into lights out relievers that they, you know, that the organization has done a really able job of, excuse me, over the past two years. And if a guy like Cano um, can get back to his first half of the season form, he's a very viable ninth inning guy. And then you Mm -hmm. kind of build it from there. Now, will they go to a, you know, by committee approach? We'll see. I'm sure Brandon Hyde and, the rest of the organizations are having those conversations now of how they kind of want to handle it. Um, as you said, Eric, they haven't even really fully announced that Bautista's done, but you would think everything's trending that way. So any of that hope is, is, is feels pretty expunged. Although, you know, I guess without an announcement, you never know, but um, yeah, the way he, he didn't throw a warm up pitcher to anything, you know, was like a, Oh boy. And, and also, so like I was, I was talking to someone, they, they, it's my friend who works in the stadium. My friend, he's my old teacher, but he's my friend now. He's he's, because he's one of the security guards there. He lines up right behind home plate. And he said, you know, the second he let it go, he said he kind of, you could, and I missed it at first. I missed him doing this, like with his hand. And everyone said, you know, it's like, you're trying to find feeling or you're trying to, and he said, the second you saw that, you knew it was, it was the arm and elbow. I will just, I, I will say this. I, I, I want to give credit to our friend Gabby DePaula, who in a group chat texted us and said, that's the Tommy John walk. And I had it typed out and I said, that's it's not even close to that. I was like, he hurt his back or like his leg, like not Tommy John. She yeah. literally said, that's the Tommy John walk. And I was like, holy shit. Like you, you talk about a called shot. That was incredible. Um, I remember doing it, being at a Big Ten tournament baseball game maryland versus nebraska this will not be relevant to much of the audience but it does become relevant <laughs> and watching a kid i think it was like the first or second inning like threw a fastball and their arm came down and they did that same thing eric they like their arm went limp and they like felt for with their hands 
And I was, and everyone in the stadium knew exactly what had happened. And it was so depressing. Like guys on the other team looked depressed because it's just kind of a sign of what has gone on. And you hope that somehow that's not what has happened, but that just feels, it just, that is the classic. They walk around a little bit. You could tell he was like, you watch his face and you're like, he's going through the ruminations of his mind. It was like, please, please let it not be bad. Mm-hmm. And then he walks off the mound. And you're like, oh, well. Um, so, yeah, they, uh, you know, that is the the cloud that sort of stained what has been a really, really productive stretch. As I said, um, they won out of 10. Um, some really good atmospheres at the ballpark this weekend, as RDT said. Um, oh, you lined up the bobblehead there. Is the bobblehead this bobblehead time? is legit, very, very big too. Like it's a yeah. it. Here's the Adley one in comparison. Like <laughs> it's massive. They did a great job with it. It's yeah. it's awesome. Um, and speaking of Adley, um, he has been at the root of um, you know, a really good stretch. Obviously, you know, RDT, you tweeted, are we gonna get? you know, this, you know, two or three weeks of like an Adley scorcher. He really has been very good in August. I mean, it's, <laughs> I and, it's so, up on that one. and it's so, what, but I think, you know what I think it speaks to? Cause I saw your tweet and I was like, I don't feel like we've gone through like an Adley's hitting 215 or 220 type of stretch. It mm. speaks to how freaking consistent he is that yeah. you could almost get lulled in this false sense of security where you're like, man, I feel like we just like haven't had any Adley moments or like, you know, has he gone a little cold? I mean, he's hitting almost 300 for the month. Um, you know, maybe you'd hope the OPS is a little higher than 780, but, you know, he's been very, very consistent. You know, they've gotten at a, they've gotten a lot out of Gunner. Obviously, Mountcastle has, you know, been scorching for the entire month um, since he's and come back. Been very, very good. Along? The, Tony, he's back. Yeah, yep, he's back. Um, but I think the guy we have to talk about, and I, maybe we do a lot of homerism for him on this podcast, is, once again, Grace Rodriguez, six innings, one hit. And, I, it, you know, we I think we talked about as late as, like, two or three weeks ago, like, oh, you know, Grayson, you know, is he a playoff rotation starter? Now he's the second guy. I mean, mm-hmm. pretty clearly. Like, he he has just continued to come on and is becoming the guy that we all expect him to be. You know, the young guys are, you know, obviously said, you know, Santander is coming along, but these young prospects are – kind of carrying the water for them right now with Mountcastle as like the old elder statesman, which is almost kind of weird to say about a guy like that um, in the lineup. Um, yeah. They took care of a White Sox team that they were supposed to take care of tonight. You hope they do that a couple more times. And um, this division race is going to be really fun down the stretch. These games against the Rays coming up are going to be, you know, I hope, yeah. you know, Matt, like, you know, sell out those games. I mean, those are going to be just, you know, Three of the biggest games in Major League Baseball for the entire season. I think it's a four. I think it's a four-game series too. Sorry, four. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm pulling up the dates as I talk of those games, but um. But by the way, shout out this division race is tremendous. The Rays have kind of gotten it back together. They're kind of feeling themselves. Mm -hmm. Brandon Lau, Maryland's finest, is trash talking my guy (laughs) Brini. I mean, this is just. I mean, they are they're starting to feel themselves again. Um, yeah, September 14th through 17th. I mean, if this is like a you know, one, two, three game lead, like you're, you're talking humongous games in the division race where, you, you know, if the and Orioles take three out of four at home, maybe they win the division that weekend. Not, not win mm-hmm. it like outright, but, you know, you kind of take a comfortable lead and you hope that you finish it out. Well, yeah, because they're going to have the tiebreaker. So, again, it's basically a game in hand pretty much. Yeah. Um, and it's it's funny too. And, Taylor, this is no offense to you and the wonderful program that uh, Mike Loxley and company are building down there. 
but that the Adam Jones retiring night is on September 15th, which is that Friday night. And somebody goes, I don't know which game I'm going to go to. And I was like, buddy, buddy, if you're not going to go to a a mid September, like Friday night game against a division rival with the team, like 40 games above 500, like again, no offense to Maryland, Virginia. I love that old rivalry, but it's like black uniforms already love the black uniforms. I do. But the second, like, if I'm going Adam Jones retirement or Friday night versus UVA, I'm going to, I'm going to Adam Jones. Can I give you a thought, Eric, for the Orioles? And you can yeah. speak to Sydney existence. They should wear the old school, not old school. They're they wear them now. They should throw on the regular black uniforms for that game and not wear the City Connects. Like in honor of Adam wearing those black uniforms, they should not wear the City yeah. Connects that Friday game. That would be cool. They should not. That they should keep cool. the City Connects off. That has nothing to do with Adam Jones. Put the put the black tops on. Um you know, tweeting that out. I'll give you that credit. I'll tweet that out. I think I think that's what they have to do. I'm sure they were where the Sanity Connects. I'm sure that's like contractually obligated. I'm not, you know, this mm-hmm. is not, I'm not, I wouldn't get up there. I'm not getting upset. That would just be a cool tribute for them to wear a uniform he actually put on as opposed yeah. to the City Connects, which the City Connects have kind of grown on me a little bit as we've gone through the year. But well, and um, it's also because they're because they're winning in them. So people are like, remember that well, was the only the thing people were talking about. Yeah. They were like, oh my God, it's a curse. Um, no, no. I think that I think that could be cool, and if they don't do that, yeah. that is not something I, I wouldn't. You know, it's not a, like an upset thing. It just like came to my mind as like, you know, throw that on. Adam can throw it. You know, can throw it on when he comes out. If, you know, if he's gonna wear a jersey for this thing, I'm. I don't know what his where will be. Just kind of would make some sense. Um, yeah, like I like that. that. But yeah, that's. I mean, that's a gigantic. I mean, I think, you know, if you're a big Maryland fan, that's like the game you kind of want to go to in the early season because it'll probably be nice out, but. Tough to, mm-hmm. if you're if you're also an Oriole fan, you live in Baltimore. Tough to like, you know, not selling against myself here, but driving the 40 minutes to College Park when you can go 10 minutes and watch what could be like, you know, say the Orioles going to run. Who knows? Maybe those are games where they're like, you know, putting the finishing touches. I mean, those are moments that you know fans haven't had in a long time. So I certainly would blame nobody for you know not going to Maryland, Virginia, and going to Maryland or going to Orioles Rays, but. You can also go to CQ Stadium if you want and watch the Terps in the all-black uh, script Terps uniforms because that should be yeah. electric as well. Um, you can also come this Saturday against Towson. You can come the following Saturday against Charlotte. Whatever. It just helps everybody out in Maryland if you pay for a ticket come to a game. It helps us out. Um, but, yeah, those are going to be massive games. The Adam Jones thing is going to be really, really cool. You would think that will be an easy sellout. Um, and uh, It's also – you know it does hurt. And I don't know if this is by coincidence and where they're going to try and make you buy tickets to go to the game. That game is on Apple TV, which I'm sure people will love. Oh, yeah. That's going to make people freak out. That will make people come to the game. I guarantee you that. If it's not, it's going to should sell it anyway, but that will make people come to the game. They're like, whoa. Think think Uncle Johnny uh, had something to do with that? I think that's brutal for Masson. I think if you're Masson, you would love to have that game. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that's like a tough beat for Mass. So I, I don't think that yeah. Did he go on a spiel about Apple at some point, or is that I might think of somebody else? Who uh, Angelos? Yeah, I might be thinking of somebody else. I don't know. I don't maybe remember. I feel like we would have talked about that. Ignore I feel like we would have talked about that. So maybe we did. We did. It's, it's left our brains here. Um, Real but, quick, too. Can I? We have to talk about this. It's Kyle Bradish being an absolute stud of a pitcher. I think he's still tied with Cole for like number two in ERA in, in baseball right now. Like he's 
like we've talked about it for how good Grayson's been. Grayson may not be a game one starter. It may be Kyle Bradish and is like under three ERA. He's been awesome. He's this year, nine and six, 303 ERA, 130 strikeouts and 133 and two thirds innings, a 111 whip. He's been, he's been really, really good. And it's like, again, I've seen some chatter about him and like, people are like, oh, this kid's like an actual, like he's a really good pitcher. This isn't kind of like a fluke. Like his last 25 starts is a 292 ERA. And again, a 1.11 whip. Like he's been consistently very good for a long time now. So I think I think he's about to start getting some like some good pub and and like he he'll he may get like a playoff piece or something like that about how this guy who came from the goddamn Dylan Bundy trade. I think that was Michael Eisen's first trade too. I think good so. trade, great trade. Uncle Mike knows so what he's hasn't missed much. The only thing other thing I was gonna say with this Tampa Bay series to circle back, Eric, you're not a Ravens fan, so it doesn't matter to you, but. That's going to be the same day as Ravens Bengals at one o'clock. That is going to be yeah. an all time double watch day for the Ravens Orioles fans. Uh, does Sunday Night Baseball do flex games at the end of the year? Is that what happens, or do they have the game scheduled out? Maybe I'm, sh- I'm they sure do, they do. You would think that game's going to be on the Orioles game will go to Sunday Night Baseball against the Rays, by the way. Maybe they don't do that, but yeah. I'm just, I don't, I I don't they, I'm just, they announce them a couple weeks out. Yeah. yeah. So. Whatever that's worth, maybe they won't be on at the same time. Um, the the following of Ravens Orioles conflicts is going to be very very interesting heading into the playoffs. So we'll see how we'll see how that goes. Those have always gone gone so well in the past. So um, who was it, Keith Keith Urban? I believe so. I believe that's correct. No yeah. one's mad about Keith Urban still. Like, what are we doing? You would <laughs> hope not, not. get that. You would hope not. Is that I'm even sure there's, a couple, there's probably a couple people, and you know where they live. Oh boy! Uh, uh, <laughs> oh no! Um, also, cannot wait for the upcoming West Coast swing when the Orioles visit my Los Angeles Angels. That will be truly, truly magical as the Angels continue to, you know, fall apart and flounder. Wonderful and job! You know who wonderful job, by everybody up there. You know who won't be playing in that series? Mike Trout. Yes, that does suck that he got that he went right back on the DL or IL. Yeah, it's brutal. I mean, yeah, I yeah, I feel bad. Like, the injuries yeah. suck, but yeah, I knew you. I knew you weren't crying over spilled milk or anything. Sixty-three and sixty-nine for the Angels after um, going all in at the deadline. Sixty-three and sixty-nine. <laughs> How about the A's at thirty-eight and ninety-three? That is true. I saw. I really drilled down on that a little bit last night. It's it's that is historically bad that is despicable and they're four and six in their last 10 <laughs> yeah they've like i think they, like get hot. they won like two out of three from the raids a couple weeks i know they they were the first team to be mathematically eliminated which is this like that's that's what I, caught my eye it was the yeah e, and i was like oh we're we're already yeah. in the e season here You're like oh yeah we're in the e season oh yeah, they're full yeah. e. can i give you guys a couple thoughts as i scan the baseball standings and then we'll move on to the ravens just a couple general thoughts, and you guys can expand on anything you would like. Shocking mm-hmm. to see the Cardinals 18 and a half games back in any situation. Shocking. Best fans in baseball. Just horrible for them. Um, Tough week for them. Tough week. Yeah. And, <laughs> man, what a terrible job by the Padres to be 62 and 70. How that team is 62 and 70 based on what – I think we were sitting there, Banks, in Williamsburg, being like, how is this team – Six, like, how is this team so bad? They have all these guys on their team that are talented. Terrible. The offense is terrible. And, and it's like, how? 
How? Yeah, terrible. They've had some injuries, yes, but like, geez, like, not to the extent of doing what they've done. And I, I think saw it's some, just. I saw some people in the Nationals Twitter universe doing some victory laps about how bad Juan Soto's been since he went to the Padres. That is so <laughs> pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Hey, credit, credit to the Nats playing well. The Nats are playing credit well. to them. On your own team. Good, good job by the Nats. Good job by the Nats. They've gotten out of the do- good, good, quick rebuild by Mike Rizzo. Our guy, Mike Rizzo. They look like they might be pretty good. But man, that is so bad to have to have Bogarts and Soto and Tatis and my guy Jake Cronenworth, Manny, Manny Machado, yeah, Manny, Emmanuel Machado. How's Manny fifth on that list? How did you put him behind Cronenworth? I just read it off based. It was just listed by at bats on ESPN stats. Uh, I I thought Manny would be. He was my MVP pick. I think in the NL, and I think I had to. I think I had. I don't know ball at all. Padres Blue Jays in the World Series. <laughs> Machado has twenty five. I mean, he's going to have thirty homers. So he's. Gonna, I mean, he's not having a bad year. You know. No, but. You know. Blue Jays aren't out of out of it, but they're uh, we're no, their I daddy. They've, they've been falling lately. Yeah, winning that series was fantastic. That's not talked about enough, too. They that, yeah. that winning that series was a lot of fun. That got a little lost in the sauce. The one on the one on the road or the one on the road? No, the one here. The one. I thought the one on the road got a little lost in the sauce. That was a really really good performance. The one in May or when? No, which, oh no, a couple weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Week, well, it was right when after. Hayes, yeah, Hayes made that catch, that crazy yeah. catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that got a little lost in the sauce. I think it was a was that around the Yankee situation? Maybe that's why. Um, I don't remember. I'll tell you right. Yeah, what's it was right at they they won three out of four on the road there after the Yankee Sunday night baseball thing. That's why it got lost in the sauce. But they okay. went there and won three out of four. They, they pounded them thirteen to three. Yeah, that, all that stuff. This is a great opportunity for you to make a statement on Booney. Yes, please yeah, sure. take, no, uh, please take do that. the, uh, take the yeah. stand. No, well, let me – hold on. Let me pull up – let me just pull up the record so I get it right. Um, and I'm not I'm not buying time here. I'm just looking. 63 and 68, 19 games out. They're 3 and 7. They had a base-clearing brawl that got made fun of by the normally soft-spoken Brandon Lau. Um, look, it has not gone well. Um, you know – I would imagine that my guy will be out of a job at the end of the year. I think it's tracking that way. Now I will say uh, Mr. Steinbrenner and Mr. Cashman continue to just stay loyal to Booney. So maybe they bring him back and then just continue to run this back. Um, I think in all, you know, in all seriousness, the Yankees are in a little bit of identity crisis situation as an organization. They have to figure out like what they're doing because they're neither going all in as a spender or building from the farm system. So I don't know what they plan to do moving forward, but they're staying in this middle ground of like, okay, we're going to pay a judge. And then like, if you look at, I mean, I know guys are hurt and, and different things like that, but you like look at their lineup. What is this game? Where is this game? Well, this is from, this is from August 1st. This is not what I need to look at. Like you look at their lineup from Sunday and I just don't, this is just not a team that, I mean, some guy named Everson Pereira was batting fourth. I mean, this is not the New York Yankees. I mean, like, what are we doing? You know, Oswaldo Cabrera is in the lineup. Um, mm-hmm. 
Oswald Peraza. They have an Oswaldo and an Oswald batting seven and eight. I, I, I just, you know, <laughs> you know, Anthony Volpe, the savior of the team, is you know bat as bad and essentially under two twenty the entire year. Doesn't really Derek get on base. Yeah, he, you know, I, I he think doesn't really have a move he can commit to memory. <laughs> he can commit to memory. I just, you know, no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> this guy, th- this team is just not really, you know, Booney will get made the scapegoat, and that's fine. Someone has to get fired. He will get fired. I would argue that Cashman probably should also get fired. We'll see if Hal Steinbrenner decides to stay with him and lets him rebuild the team again. But, I mean, I don't really know what they're doing after paying Judge all that money. They just don't seem like they know what to do. I guess they went and got Rodon, and he's been hurt a lot, and, you know, the starting pitching hasn't worked out as, as like, they planned. Cole's been very good. But I just remember – I mean, we were at those those Yankees-Orioles games. You're sitting there, and their lineup is coming. We're like, who's Rourke vet? I mean, like, who are <laughs> these people? And it's just not the New York Yankees. And I will say this. It is, you know, as an Orioles fan, I guess it is fun to watch the Yankees descend oh, awesome. into this. The Baseball is better when they are good. Like, they are better as, like, the big bad in the division. This is fun to watch for one year. I do think if they're bad for, like – five or six years, I do think that makes baseball less relevant and less fun because ultimately it's more fun to be an Orioles fan to go up against great Yankee teams and beat them, I think, than beat these, like, and beat the Oswald and Oswaldo show. I think that's, like, not that fun. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they, I mean, like Glaber, you know, DJ LeMay, he was kind of a shell of himself at this point. It's just not – they're not that good. They're just not good. Like, it's if they had prime Joe Torre, he's not really doing that much more, I don't think, than Aaron Boone. Yeah, okay, they have the situation where guys are, like, running to third on balls in front of them. Okay, like, you know, I would think as just a professional baseball player you should know how to do that, but maybe now that's on the manager or whatever. Um, and I know his bullpen management has been criticized, but it's pretty shocking. It's pretty shocking dissension for the Yankees who, what, as of essentially two years ago, were a couple things away against the Astros, you know, Jose Altuve walk-off mm-hmm. or making the World Series, and who knows what happens then, you know. You know it's you know it's going to be a funny kind of scene is when Garrett Cole finally wins a Cy Young and it's on a last place Yankee team that finishes like 15 games under. Like he's having I mean, an unbelievable. So bad. They're so bad. I, I don't. I think they lost ten straight series. Yeah, I think their last series they won. They won one series since they put the patch on their jersey and it was against the Royals. I cannot believe they did a jersey patch. Yeah, that was also it's... shocking. <laughs> but even time. Judge, like here, here's the headline. Here's the headline for tonight's 4-1 victory in Detroit for the Yankees. Judge ends 0-17 slide. I mean, everybody's bad. I cannot believe. Here's what I will get on Booney about the most. I cannot believe they hit the, you know, break glass, fire the hitting coach thing, and hired Sean Casey. Like, go out and find a guy that has, like, done it before. You're the New York Yankees. Go out and pay somebody. Don't bring in a guy that, like, oh, we'll bring in a guy that's never coached because maybe he'll, like, connect with the guys. It's like, you need to, like, bring in a guy guy. Maybe they weren't available. The Orioles got Buck Showalter on a failing team in the middle of the year to manage their – manage the organization, you know, manage the team. You tell me some guy who's out of work or a college guy or something, you couldn't go and identify somebody who could who could come and make these guys a little bit better? That is surprising. And if that's a booting decision, that's on booting. I, you know, I don't reveal the details of our personal conversation. So. Will you will you wear That's the Booney shit. shirt when he um when he uh, gets fired? Can yes. you like wear it on the yes. podcast? Yes, yes, okay. yes. 
Yes. And my sweat, my Yankee sweatshirt that I bought for the same reason. I've gone deep, deep, deep into this. This is like one of the great pseudo pinstripe Dan shticks of all time. I've gone. God, I, I mean, I've been, I've been doing this for like three years. I three couldn't years. imagine being being a fan of like a rival team from this. It podcast. was way more. It was <laughs> it was way more fun when the Orioles were bad, and I could just kind of do this to annoy people. But now that the Orioles are good, I, it's not fun because I just want to root for the Orioles, and now I'm stuck in this until they fire Aaron Boone. <laughs> I'll I'll tell you what that Sunday night game. I had a lot of fun yelling at Yankee fans. A lot of fun. Like, yeah, the best part about that, very Sam, enjoyment, but. the Yankee fans all standing for Judge. And then it, when he would, it was just so sad. They just, there's, it's just a sad fall from grace for yeah, such a proud franchise. It's a big George is down rolling over in his grave on this stuff. Someone, did I say it on this podcast? I think I did. That's after my Boone. That's my Boone spiel. It's not going. Well, <laughs> Fifteen minutes on Boone. It's not going. Um, well. I, I think somebody said it on the pod, or I said it on the podcast. I think I'm pretty sure I did. But they were saying, like, somebody told me a Baltimore week banks. It was one of, I think it was Marty's friend. I don't know. But they were like, or maybe it was to you, Taylor. Somebody said it at the bar, I think, at Pickles. And they were like, I think that Hal, Hal Steinbrenner hates his dad and hated his this dad. Is, because this his is dad, my friend, my good you? pal, Ben Kessler. Uh, yes, that's Maryland, who it was. Yeah, Maryland employee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, <laughs> and he was my, like. My, one of my one of my closest confidants, Mr. Kessler. Yeah, he is a die right. hard, all, an all-time diehard Yankee fan. And he is in shambles. <laughs> he, he is apathetic now. It's the I'm not watching anymore. I truly feel for my guy. I can address this further on our podcast here, The Turtle. <laughs> I I I had a really good time just ribbing him about everything. Yeah, like we yeah. were like, well, you had Domingo Herman, you know, uh, you know, my do that stuff part, for a perfect game. Do you remember what his answer was to that? He started screaming. His his wife threw him a party, party for the perfect game. Yeah. It's okay, and we were like, that doesn't make it okay. <laughs> The best part about Kess that weekend was he could not have been more down on the franchise, and yet in the stadium was just like going crazy for every Anthony Vol- Anthony Volpe hard hit ball. It was so good. Yeah. It was so good, so good. The the eternal optimism um, it, for a guy that is pretty negative. It is like Duke though. It's like when Duke is bad for like a couple of years, you're like, oh, this kind of sucks. It was like same thing with the UNC. So like I I get what you're saying with that, but yeah. like oh I'm not I'm, I'm not never, sad by anything that's happening. But it's like I will if this never, goes on for a decade, that just makes it mm-hmm. less fun to win the division every year. Yeah, it's I'll just never bad. not be like upset at them not winning and like being an awful franchise. So it's yeah. fun. It's a good time. Um, let's move on to the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, ha, might have to shut the franchise down after two consecutive preseason losses. This is not Ravens football. This is not playing like the Raven. How could they possibly go on after losing a pair of preseason games after winning a million in a row? Um. Yes. These games don't matter, Taylor. No, they're just they're exhibitions. They don't matter. What I will can I give you a take, Banks, on on the Ravens right now? Incredibly boring preseason. Just absolutely nothing to talk about. It doesn't matter. It's good. No No news is good news. Yeah, nothing to talk about with the team. The Marlon Humphrey injury is probably the biggest thing to talk sure. about. It I, sucks. I mean, it sucks, like, but it's not You put a preseason game on, and there are some other teams that have some guys, and you're like, oh, you're watching. You watch the Ravens preseason games, and other than me getting excited about Dante Demus the other night, there's nothing where I've watched and been like, oh, wow, that's great. It's great to watch. It's just nothing happening. So tight ends again. Like, it wasn't quite Will uh, – not Will. 
<laughs> Isaiah likely last year. Oh, we're talking terms. <laughs> we're likely we're talking terms. <laughs> it's not exactly Isaiah likely, but Charlie Kohler looks awesome. I'll say that. There's some other guys that are not really going to be contributors much this year, or so you think, that are putting some efforts forth and uh, solidified probably their positions on the team. Tyler Wallace, like, looks good. I mean, there's a there's there's the possibility that in two years or so, Beckham and Aguilar are out of the picture, and Wallace could be a really nice third wide receiver piece fourth wide receiver piece, depending on Duvernay's status. Like, you know, there's a there's a path for Wallace to be a contributor on his team in the long run. I don't know. But you're you're not wrong. Like the games themselves were exciting. They they came down to close, close finishes. Even the game on Saturday night, um, you know, that Demas catch I think got us into into Bucks territory at the two minute warning with a chance to go win the football game and it, you know it didn't pan out. But um I don't know. Get a little taste. You know, week one's right around the corner. You got a little taste, and uh, that's all you want. You know, you don't want any more than than what you can chew off and no big injuries. That's what you want. So I'm pleased with the preseason, all things considered. Yeah, you're right about Wallace. I think he was a guy that going into the going into training camp was, depending on things going, maybe a guy that got cut. And it looks like he's going to be on the team. There's him and Prochet. Him and Prochet were like, what's going to happen here? One of these guys – could step up, one of them could step back, and boy, did one go one way and one go the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, yeah, Prochet's status is interesting. I think that he he's a guy that people fell in love with a little bit after the draft process and has really not done anything since he's uh, been a part of the organization. Um, do feel bad for Mr. Demas, who has that great couple of moments and gets cut today. Um, but I hope he ends up on their practice squad. I hope that gives them enough. Um, enough to to look at him and throw him on a practice squad, and he allows him to stay in the organization. Um, I think the other thing that at least I haven't been on to talk about, um, because it happened while we were in Williamsburg, was the Jadavian Clowney signing. Um, and we'll be interested to see if he can give the Ravens much as they, or really much of anything as they move forward. I've come to the conclusion that Jadavian Clowney got picked first because of that play against Michigan in the bowl game. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I think we talked about that during our round that day. Thanks. Yeah, I, well, it was a major moment in our given match that I was playing. I don't think I was playing. Was I playing with you that day? Yes, I was. We were playing. It was yeah. an inflection point in the match. Um, but anyways, um, by the I way, I've not been sleeping on the high school. The high school highlight tape. He was a yeah. head and shoulders Damn, number recruit. one prospect. Yeah, top recruit guy. So, um, I don't know. The pieces were there for a long time. And I think his stock probably was like, hey, this guy never really did much anything at South Carolina, all things considered. And then he did the, he, he had the moment in the Outback Bowl. Mm-hmm. And that kind of, kind of got him back. Yeah. Um, and here we are. I think the other main, not main thing, but what will be interesting with Humphrey out is just kind of what they look like at corner and can they stand up until he comes back, you know, without your kind of ace of that position. Can you piece it together for the first few weeks and survive some of those games um, without giving up too much over, um, through the air? Obviously, I think they feel pretty good at safety, but um, can their corners kind of hold up? And we shall see. Um I can't wait for week one. Ravens open up as the biggest favorite of week one, 10-point favorites against the Texans. 
Stroud boys. Sounds about right. Stroud. Is Stroud announced as a starter there? Is that happening? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, yep. I did not yep. see that. I must have missed that. Yep. We're licking, licking our chops on that one. Yeah, for sure. Was it 15 and three, right? I do like I do like Stroud. I thought Stroud was good at Ohio State. I mean, obviously he was good, but I just like this guy. I think this guy was pretty good in the NFL. And doesn't look as small as when you look at the Bryce. Have you guys watching the Bryce he, Young? He looks so small. He does look small. So I mean, he's he 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 looks like Kyler. You know, just just. Tiny, yeah. tiny people. Yeah. How about the the Cardinals just said, hey, Colt McCoy, uh, thanks for your service. You've been the number one quarterback all through training camp. We're going to go with Josh Dobbs. <laughs> we're going to trade for him. We're going to cut you. We're, we'll absolutely see it. I wonder if that means that Ky- – Kyler's on the pup list, but I wonder if that means they think he plays quicker than – Coming back. Anticipated? I, I don't know. But that was How pretty much Colt McCoy made? He's probably made a decent amount. I would bet he's made a nice chunk of change for his career. And he's gonna he can just move to Austin, Texas, and just never pay for anything. So he's in a really good spot. Yeah. Um, um, let me see. I mean, he's I'm, making he's making decent like decent money in some of these deals. Career earnings, get out of my way, sport rack. Um, just give me the whole fucking thing. <laughs> Career earnings. This is so slow. What the hell is going on? This is never. This is you never thought this is where the podcast is goes. Colt McCoy career earnings. He was very nice too when when we would feed him after the uh, Redskins games. He was awesome. He's a very nice guy. Not surprising. He always seems like a nice guy in college. Yeah, he's he's just like a down home, you know, Texas boy. I've got him at uh, four. I mean, he's around twenty million. That is. I mean, that's. And that's perfectly fine. Like, I mean, yeah, you'll take that. He's living all right down there in Austin. Net worth of $14 million, according to Celebrity Net Worth, one of uh, Banks' favorite sites. He did get smoked. Wasn't he on the cover of a concussion article magazine on Sports Illustrated? I think he got smoked when he was a Brown by the uh, Steelers. It's not Harrison. Yeah, it's like it was like a legendary, it's like a very well known, like, concussion play. I think he got hit low and then got hit like high and just got absolutely smoked. That's not at all where you want to be on concussion. No. Concussion things. That seems just very, 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 very unfortunate. What the hell is going on here with Ronald Acuna? Yeah, have you been seeing this? This is wild. He had he had two fans who who ran one fan ran out onto the field, hugged him. Security is like yanking on him, and then another fan runs out and like Hugs him slash he like falls over. It's very he's weird. He's just like taking it. He's just like Well, awful, awful job by security in, in Denver. Like it is I mean, it's awful job. There's a lot of outfield at, at course field. That's a lot of square footage. You let two guys run right up to him. Mm. Let's keep this train rolling though. Tough yeah, <laughs> tough security situation there. Which I'm try- I was trying to find it to put it up like Jake does on the screen, but I'm I, I'm not mm. that proficient. But I have put up the promo code XV2 for Fed Thrill, which takes us to the Fed Thrill starting five draft. Go to FedThrill.com, use the promo code XV2, get a discount at checkout um, on all of your favorite sunglasses. I believe Fed Thrill just put up something about a new retail location, um, Key West. Uh, Key West, yeah. Good for them. Um, very much seemingly out of the. Uh, um, sandbox, warm, like place, yeah, it's an interesting place to go, but you know, 
Good vibe, probably for a sunglasses place. Key West. I was in Key West oh. earlier this year. Fives are immaculate. That's right. Oh, daiquiris. Come on. <laughs> of course, there's daiquiris down there. Yeah, there you is. Use the promo yeah. code. Is, you know uh, the place we got daiquiris <laughs> in New Orleans, Taylor, that had just the yes. wall of them? Yes. Yeah, they have one other location in the world, and it's in Key West. I forgot about that, but yes, I do remember. I would well, I would okay. assume Key West is the daiquiri capital of the world. It has to be, right? I think they claim them. that as well. Good for them. So, anyway, if you want to get right. if you want to get sunglasses and then take them down to Key West, or maybe you can walk into the Key West location and say I have promo code exit fifty two and get twenty percent off. Who knows? Uh, Fedthrill.com, mm-hmm. promo code exit fifty two twenty percent off your Fed Thrill sunglasses. Um, our starting five draft tonight is things that are underrated. Um, this draft is wide open. I said it like last week. Go ahead. Things that are underrated or underrated places to go. Sorry, places underrated places to go. To go. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. I don't even know my own draft. Apologies. My apologies. Mm-hmm. Um, underrated places to go. Um, let me randomize the draft or as we sit here. Banks has the first pick. I have the second pick. RDT has the third pick. Starting five draft presented by Fed Throw. Have you put a blanket on? Yes, it's cozy. It's quite cozy. <laughs> Looks like an Afghan. Yeah. Um, Banks, take it away. I'm number one here? Yes, yes. Uh, I didn't really want number one here. I don't know if anybody did. <laughs> this is an all-time, like – Great idea when we're just vibing in the middle of a conversation, and then in practicality, probably just a terrible draft choice. Uh, probably here. Um, this could be sense. one of the None of us did any saying, This could be the worst draft in that starting five history, but I think that could make it one of the best drafts. <laughs> I'm, I'm absolutely stumped here. Um, I had a couple of things written down that are just are. are uh, <laughs> That are uh, picks that I just like really like late late in the draft in these types of scenarios, but I'm just gonna take this first overall. I'm gonna I'm gonna take nowhere at all. <laughs> I love going nowhere. It's the best. It's it's such an yeah. underrated thing to do. Just have plan, <laughs> plans canceled. Just go nowhere. Stay on the couch. Pop on the Netflix or or the the football that's starting up. I mean, watch watch old Notre Dame maybe. Not much of a football game, but it just felt good. It felt like a comfy warm blanket. Just stay home. Go nowhere. I don't think we appreciate it enough. There you have that's, it. I mean, that's a Larry David. That's that's a scene from Curb. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's it's uh, it's Jeff when uh, Larry needs a, a ride to the airport, and he's like, "No, I'm in my PJs. <laughs> I don't want to go. Yeah, I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> what, what are you? What, why? What are you doing? You got anything going on? Like, no, I just don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. And then, it, no, I'm, and then it I'm just back. in. <laughs> yeah. Um, with the, with my pick, unlike, like these guys said, we're, we're kind of shooting from the hip here. Uh, this is a thing I experienced a couple weeks ago and I never had before. I'm going to take the, uh, the nail salon, get a pedicure. I got a pedicure a couple (laughs) weeks ago and let me tell you something, fellas, go get yourself a pedicure. Don't feel, don't feel like you're not mad enough. Don't feel like you're giving something away. My goodness. Was that fantastic on my feet? Oh, the exfoliation. Oh, 
cleaning everything out, the cuticles, all those different things. Sensational. RDT, you're shaking your head. You're out of your mind. It's Go so in there. It's, I hate feet. This is so fucking gross. Like, I can't even. <laughs> oh. no. That's the snake, that's the snake guy is disgusted. Yeah, the snake, yeah, the guy <laughs> yeah, with snakes like, in his house. I think feet's the normal thing to be to be disgusted by. Like, there. Uh, I, I actually thought it was lovely. Little lower leg massage. If you just have your feet in the water. It was so tremendous. So, that's an underrated place to go. That's not a place that that you know we're talking about a lot. So I'm taking the I'm taking the nail place. I've not I've not gone as I raise my hands up to show. I've not gone manicure. And I don't think that I will. I don't really care as much. But you know the feet can get messed up. The one thing that they're doing it for, they're doing it for our Maryland football players right now. They're all getting pedicures because their feet get screwed up during training camp. So yeah, that makes sense. There you have it. Yeah, like I'm not going to get one. They can. Maybe a lot of softball games takes a little bit on your feet, Eric. Just close your uh, eyes. Uh, Let them do some work. <laughs> That's so great. No. Two picks. I'm fascinated to see where you're going to go. Um, bu- 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 where's my list? Um, I'm just going to take airports. Mm. Like I, I, I love a good airport. It's I on my list. Whether whether it's it's banks <sighs> telling us to look at the water fountain and you know and gate their uh, whatever wing for an exit 52 sticker. Um, that was, I guess, taken off very quickly. Very Probably. quickly. Um, yes. Um, but something about buying like $11 beef jerky packets or like $4 bags of like Doritos chips, everything's so overpriced, but you have to do really it. Really hit um, or miss. Really hit or miss here. What do you mean? Uh, yeah. I almost well, said a, a, it can a be the worst place or the best place. It just depends on the airport and the well, situation at hand. Vancouver. Yeah. Very nice airport. Interesting. I said that. I hadn't heard that. I don't. I just like being there and being like, "Oh, all right." So I could eat here. We could eat here. We can go get a drink there. Like, and then again, you just you look at every it's snack store. So situ- it is. I think it's a fine pick because I think it can be like you never like. Oh, I really want to be in an airport, but there are times where airports are good. But mm-hmm. it is. Banks is right. It is so situational. If you're in a like a not crowded airport that has good options, it's great because you can like bounce around, mm-hmm. get some things, you know, whatever things are charged. But if, it, if it's a crowded airport with a long security line with a variety of other things happening, it can be miserable. Just totally miserable. So yeah. Top, no, I, I have one worse place to be, to be honest. Yes. Yeah. It could be. But when it's hot, it's hot. I don't know. Again, I, I've never had a bad experience at the airport. It's so a it's streaky like, shooter. Never, There's no yeah. doubt. Airport is – you've never had That's, one bad airport experience? That's no, 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 like, no, no, like, I'm still level streak. No, I've never like had like like a flight canceled or like you know stranded or something like that. You know, like like one of those. You've never walked in like an enormously busy airport and been like, God, I would rather be anywhere else. But this. No, I mean, I've again, I've only I've flown probably less than ten times. Like, well, I'm flying into San Diego this week, but like, Oof. no, again, like like we like I've, again, I've I've gone on four trips. I think I've needed to fly five, six, maybe, but I've never been like stuck in a line or customs or you know any anything like that. Like. So, knock on wood now. So, but again, like smelling a nice Cinnabon, like, you know, that always gets you going in there. Auntie Anne's. Auntie Anne's on the corner there at the bottom of the escalator or the ramp sure. with the rocking chairs on your right and the Auntie Anne's on the left. Yeah. Yeah. You know what terminal I'm talking about. Um, just to piggyback off of that, I'm not going to take it, but it's a maybe a good place for me to get this takeoff that I've kind of alluded to on Twitter multiple times. I love a good team licensed airport bar. Yes. Just yes. It, the, the most random ones are out there. I saw the Albany Empire 
at a sub shop in Albany Airport. It, I was right. stunned, and it was just one of those spectacles. Like, oh, like I've been to. Let me think. I've been to Atlanta Hawks. I've been to an Atlanta Braves. I've been to um, a Dallas Cowboys. I've been to. I was at the Vancouver Canucks one uh, a few weeks ago. Like, it, it's just hilarious to me that there's there's no real connotation with the team and quality of food whatsoever. But we'll license the shit out of anything. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I like the I like the convenience stores branded by news organizations. Oh, here's the CNN one. Here's the MSNBC one. Those are always very (laughs) funny to me. You always go to the Fox News one. Of course, I'm more of a Newsmax guy. Um, (laughs) No, I'm always like, oh, it's the like the CNN News Center, and you walk in, and it's just like a bunch of people magazines. The News Center, yeah, yeah. that's those are in the Atlanta airport. Common in the Atlanta airport, we're seeing those space. That makes um, sense. Artie, do so you have another pick here? Yeah. Um. I this is a very popular place, and it's like it's always been a very popular place, but I still think it's somehow very underrated. I, you guys may veto it or think it like say this is awful. I'm Outer Banks. It's just so good. Not the show being down there, like. Oh, I everything nothing about against. It. I think I've been down there once. Uh, doesn't feel underrated to me, but I'm under no grounds to val- invalidate picks based on how this is going. So I'm gonna <laughs> let just you know, the, <laughs> let the people decide. Isn't there? It, isn't it, it a nightmare getting in and out though? Kind of, but again, it's kind of just like going to like any like beach town. You know, it's like oh, there's kind of one way in and one way out, and and traffic gets congested on the days that people come in, but. Um, it's just awesome. Like you know, you're always in a house that sleeps that sleeps like. 33 with like five master bathrooms and like <laughs> like four you know four flights of decks and stuff like that so like just massive houses so it's always a good time when you're down there um the brew through nothing better than a classic brew through t-shirt like showing up to school with a brew through t-shirt in like the first week was like big shit like oh you went down there for our for vacation so i don't know it's 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 awesome. I had a buddy who just came back from down there and it just like reminded me of how fun it is down there. And and even though it is kind of a hike, but it's always a good time. So somehow still underrated. It's that good. Um, I was trying to think of a chain restaurant to go for for this. I feel like it's like kind of the a wheelhouse for things that are underrated. I was between two and I'm going to go with the Red Robin. Oh, just don't think Red Robin gets talked about that much. And mm-hmm. it's got very good burgers, bottomless fries, and freckled lemonades, and that is just a great combination. Oh. Every time, there's one across from Calvert Hall when I was in high school, mm. um, and it's still there. Shout out to the shout out to Towson Place, which said a million things. Towson Place, which by the way replaced a Golf Galaxy with a grocery store, is now putting I think one back into the shopping center where the Staples was. What a shocking situation! They're like right next to each other, um, is what I heard. But I'm going with Red Robin. Um, I have another one that I might take if I can't think of anything else, but I'm going to take Red Robin here. I think of those types of places, it really doesn't get talked about, and it's very, very good. Never gives me a bad meal. Sometimes the service there stinks, but that's kind of just the franchise to franchise. They've gone to the have the little like order ordering module on the table now, yes. mm-hmm. which is yes. interesting. Yes. Yes. I don't like, know that if could I be a hit or miss experience. Yeah, it is definitely a hit or miss experience. Really? I don't love that. I've had, I've had, I've always had good experiences with that too. Like 
it's the little what, things what, like like you want you want another basket of fries and you kind of like punch mm -hmm. it in there and it just it goes into nothingness. You just never yeah. know if it actually yeah. like, is going to Can I just have my up. server come over so I can ask for this and we'll just come yeah. back? Yeah. Gotcha. And, and and there's – I don't think there's a, hey, I, we're going to need more ketchup over here button on that thing. So for Taylor, that's, there's a, that's like, a tough stain. Great point. Like an other, like to type in other or something like that? They got to figure something out for me. Yeah, yeah. I haven't – yeah, I haven't messed with it. So. Um, but I like the pick, Freckled Lemonade. Good stuff. Struggle lemonade slaps. Mm. Slaps. Just got to so keep the good. chunks out of the straw. Oh my God. One of the great, you gotta great, get great battles. <laughs> One of the great battles. Oh. Worthwhile battles. I'm getting a little, I'm getting, a, my mouth is watering a little bit thinking about Freckle <laughs> Great onion rings, too, and the dipping the sauce. Are, yeah, great onion ring towers. The fries are yep. also good. Big, thick mm. fries. They're good. And the burger, they have a lot of variety on the menu. I know it's like a burger place, but they have like the chicken people get chicken sandwiches there. And the mm. and the onion rings are really good. It's like a like a easy, like this the appetizer we're getting. And the sauce, the onion ring sauce is worth oh, getting on the side so of the It's so good. Well, you guys, yeah. you, you guys, onion. you guys used to steal the, the seasoning cans, right? We used to do that all the time. I'm not a thief. Oh my god. You've never stolen a, a, a one of them? I, I don't believe Whoa. that. You in high school? No. All right. I get we we were putting out on everything. Like it was awesome to have it home. It was perfect. So try it out next time. Just give Scott it a go. Um, thank you too. Thank you. Um I was thinking in a similar vein here, and this is the part where I just take Wendy's. Okay. Nothing, nothing there, guys. Okay, Wendy's, yeah. Um, I think that Fine. there's there's kind of like a like a main three when it comes to fast food burger joints that are like fully national. They're not regional in any way, shape, or form. Um, and it's McDonald's, Burger King, and Wendy's. McDonald's gets all the shine. Burger King is trash. Um, and Wendy's just kind of gets forgotten a lot of times. And um, there's a lot of things to like about Wendy's. I think the spicy nuggets are really good. Um, mm -hmm. Frosties are obviously phenomenal. Um, mm -hmm. they throw a lot of variety in, in terms of like ciabatta chicken sandwich, this, that, and the other. And I like to try those, you know, a lot of times they're good. Sometimes they're not, but, um, they keep it coming and the fries are good too. They, they love to salt the fries quite a bit, which is a big plus. So, um, there's a lot to like about Wendy's. It's a good pick. I think that that is a pick that is, makes sense. Like getting clearly the forgotten of the three, the off Burger King McDonald's one I would have picked necessarily. I had one in my head, but I do think, which I may pick, but I do think, I do think Wendy's is like pretty solid. I've had some mm -hmm. bad experiences at the Ocean uh, City Wendy's that sits at the Drag outlets. Them. Drag them. Like the Route 50, but that's like a long time ago. Like that's when I went when I was a kid. So who knows? Maybe it's better. They just, you know. They weren't putting out those the, the burgers are not unbelievable, but I, I like Wendy's. There's not can't, I says you don't see a ton of Wendy's just in general. I don't feel like I drive by a lot of Wendy's, but I guess there's a lot of them. Yeah, like I I how many Wendy's there are in the in Maryland? How many Wendy's do you guys think there are in Maryland? God, I could be I could be way off here. Like hundred and thirty. I was gonna, I was gonna say like ninety eight. You're like, again, I we could we could both be very off. I'm gonna look this up as we continue to do picks. I'm very interested. 
Yeah, I'm very interested in this too now. Yeah, no, uh, Banks, like... you have another you have another pick. I will look this up while you pick. I don't know that if if Taylor has thought of this, it won't get back to me. So I have 96. to take it here. 96 in the state. Wow. Oh, over. He went over. Um yeah. I, I'm taking Waltz in. Wow. Yeah. I have to take Waltz in here. Um, just a phenomenal place to go if you're in the uh the Canton region. Um you know, a lot of glitz and glamour with going to the the, the spots that have, I don't know, like the the younger crowd and and the cheap drinks and the and My all God, the sound a little bit old. I don't know, <laughs> loud music, yeah, loud music, and, yeah. ah, like I can't even move in here. Ah. Yeah, you can't really move and waltz in when the place is packed either. <laughs> but um, it's it's just a great time if you're looking to get tuned up and and just enjoy a good time with their friends and not um, as maybe some of the, some people would say a few years ago, chase skirt, uh, go to Walton. <laughs> wow. Um, you do fellow kids? <laughs> <laughs> Walton is very good. It, it, it satisfies these overall dearth of karaoke experiences in the city. And I, correct. I've always, or at least, not in the city. That's a little too broad for me to say. In the neighborhoods where we have frequented, I would say Banks, Fed Hill, Canton, Fells. There hasn't been a lot of strong karaoke experiences in those three neighborhoods. Um, do have to shout out, shout out the karaoke rooms at John Cock. Fantastic. What an experience <laughs> that was. Um, love that place. is so sensational. I might pick that. Um, but, yeah, honestly, it's my pick. I'm taking John Cock. I'm just taking it. Junkcock is this Korean place in Baltimore that our good friend of the podcast and Twitter pitbull, Ryan Lee, um, is a huge fan of it and has taken us to. And let me tell you what, RET, I don't think you've ever been to Junkcock. You got to get over there, man. Junkcock is a little spot. Where? What neighborhood is that, Banks? It's like uh, I don't even Baltimore, know. Sort of. Or at least north of us. I don't know. This is so sad. I'm going to look it up that I, that I can't just identify this. 18 West 20th Street. Oh, it's so good. And they have karaoke rooms um, upstairs. upstairs. The food is so good. It's so good. Let's see what they technically – let's see what the Google Maps considers this. Station North Charles Village around there. Bolton – so we Bolton Hill. I don't know. Um, so good. I guarantee you no one's talking about it. John the food Cox, and the experience is amazing too. I'm just going to continue to give them – I would love to give them free publicity every single Don't time. Don't wear your, your favorite clothes there though. No, you're going to smell so beefy. You're going to smell so much like beef, which which is funny because we've gone there and gone out after, and I just smell so beefy going out. <laughs> I'm sure that hasn't helped – didn't help us chase any skirt. <laughs> <laughs> um. But God, Junkcock is good. It's so good. So shout out to shout out to Ryan Lee and his um, motto that he extends to all of us to hashtag support your local Koreans. That place is. I thought so it was. Good. I thought it was hashtag cancel banks. Well, that's also yeah. He hasn't canceled banks in a while though. No. Well, he made it's been deleted before he could see it. He had a problem with my Brunswick stew tweet the other day. Um, <laughs> he clearly has never had it, nor does he have a palate um, qualified wow. to really discuss such a thing. So, um, 
There you have it. What well, we might we need to have him on the show. We could talk world track and field championship with him. <laughs> Get a full breakdown on that. Noah Lyles. Noah Lyles, who's tr- triggered the entire NBA today. Oh, it's it's bad. Yeah, I know. Can that I that say is this? Now. Well, I'll save it. I'll save it. Maybe I'll I'll get a quick. Here's your hot take. Yeah, I get a quick hot take. RDT, you have two, and I have three picks left. Correct. All right, uh, my first. All right, this one I'm going Quiznos. I thought Quiznos got such a bad rap, and had the faces you guys just made did not make me feel great at all. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought they were. They were. I thought their stuff was on another level. Like I thought it was very good. The pepper bar, the pickles. Good God, I used to load up on pickles. Um, I don't know. I thought they made really quality subs. Like I thought they were better than Subway, and I love Subway. I was a, such a big Subway guy, and and Quiznos too. And then they kind of just slowly went away. There was like one on Route One in like Elkridge or Jessup, but yeah. I, I think they got a bad rap for some reason. I don't know why. Like it just it went south for them very quick, and Subway just kept getting bigger and bigger and took over. But so I loved me a good Quiznos. I just it was just ne- it's a blind spot for me. I just never got that into it. So you could be right. I just it's just ne- it's a blind spot. They, they had a chicken carbonara sub that was very very good. I'll vouch for that. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I miss them. They're they're tough tough to find now. Um. Let me see. I am going to take, and I, I've said it before. I think this is the most underrated place in Camden Yards. The most underrated thing. I think the Ken Griffey Ball on the warehouse. Like I don't think that gets enough shine. Like obviously it has the plaque and all that, but like I don't know. I've always said like pound for pound. I think that's the coolest thing in the stadium. Um, it, it's like a, a baseball scene that everybody knows. I, I just think it's so cool. And like I took my cousins. To the game this weekend and so i was showing them everything and then like we were looking at all the balls on the ground and and we were laughing at like the as dribble cabrera ones and stuff like that and then i was like oh come look at this and like point it up and they're like holy shit that's the ball like that that's where it is so i don't know i think it's very cool again i don't know if it gets the shine that it deserves but uh yeah i've always thought it was it stinks it's not a um it's not a guy that was played for the team i think it would get a little more shine if it was like but it is, I mean, it's still Ken Griffey. Like, you know, well, no, he, for I mean, sure. No, for sure. He's the all time, like, everybody loves him guy. Just saying, like, mm. it's Cal Ripken. I think it's like, oh my God, like, look at that Cal Ripken. Yeah. Well, he's our all time greatest. Yeah. But yeah, it's amazing. It's cool. It is also cool that it's Ken Griffey. I mean, Ken Griffey is like, has a universal approval rating for all baseball. Yeah. Games. Like, the scene, you know, the backwards hat and just the swing and everything. You're like, holy shit, that's, that's it. So, um, I'm going to take water parks as adults. <laughs> had the pleasure uh last week of going to water country usa none of these clowns except for me guys mike and dave wanted to go it's because they didn't understand the experience they were about to have oh no no oh i i will contend with you on this sir i've been to water parks as an adult i've been to the water park capital of the world <laughs> as an adult overrated overrated you just get kids running all over the place and band-aids floating all over and you know waiting lines and it's i don't know i had a tremendous time i had a tremendous time i'm happy for you you, overruled Overruled. find me in a lazy river somewhere just put me a lazy river river is sweet lazy rivers are sweet 
Well, that's what's included. There's lazy rivers and water parks. Yeah, we should have gone that's, to the oh, one yeah. that wasn't at the water park, though. Well, the problem is we couldn't. We were trying to, and it was closed. I mean, that was really yeah. the so and then we that didn't was have time. The crux of the issue there. For like for like a By sixth grader's birthday party or something. But I mean, the alternative was was. was Dude, we love our I friends at nothing. Kings Mill, but get your freaking lazy river straight. Like we're trying to get in it. That's true. Kansas State had a, a lazy river on campus, and I remember like looking to being like, I could, I could go to Kansas State. Like I could definitely go there just because they had a lazy river like on campus. Sure, that's yeah. that's a hell of a recruiting tactic. So that's I that's a good pick. I love I love water parks. UCF, so. UCF, I think has one as well. Really? I think that was really and it's just 15 years ago. So it, one it, you of know. the Florida directional schools. Yeah, yes, like all these colleges, universities, or they've years ago have installed or placed like fountains around their campuses and their malls and things. And it's, oh, it looks great. Yeah, it looks good on graduation photos and shit. But like, put that money into a lazy river. Put it right on the mall, baby. Yeah. God. Taylor, mall, right up the clock. Lazy river with McKellen would be sweet. It would be unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, Banks, you have your last two picks of the draft here. Hmm. I'm going to take Wisconsin in the summer. Mm. I've enjoyed my my stays out there. Um, pander pick. Not a pander pick. She ain't listening to this. A little bit of a pander. <laughs> That's a um, pander pick. That's also fair. <laughs> she she is not listening to this. Um, no, it's lovely. The weather is – you get out of the the disgustingness that this area can be in terms of the weather. Um, the golf is tremendous. Uh, the beers are terrific. There's all the cheese you could ever want. Um, it's pretty miserable most of the other times of the year, but uh, in the summer it absolutely slaps. I was going to say – I won't now take it because you sort of took it. Just like the Midwest in general in the summer feels like like Michigan has a similar thing where you can like get boats on like a lake and that those places sometimes get a bad rap because it's so cold a lot of the year. But man, they kind of slap in the summer. And I know a lot of places slap in the summer, but like, <laughs> I mean, Austin yeah, but so- kind of sucks. It's a hundred degrees. So yeah, I've been I've been here, Austin, you Texas can make a case summer. a lot of time Impossible. here and things in the summer. It's so hot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I yeah. like that pick. You have another one. I do have another one. Um, I'm going to take cruises. I'm just going to take cruises straight up. I think wow. uh, there's a sect of the population that thinks cruises are just disgusting because they see headlines about some Nova virus or some bullshit that you could honestly happen everywhere, but it's just a headline grabber. You pay like... 800 bucks, you get on a boat for seven days, you get lodging, you get all the food and really good food at that that you could ever eat. You get pools, you get spas, you get saunas, you get tennis courts, you get uh, shows before and after dinner every night, you get games to play, there's bingo, there's a casino, there's there's so many good things going on on cruises and there's so, so much the population are just like, they just don't consider it as an option. And you get to go places, which is like pretty far down my list, to be honest. Like I'm all about the boat, um, but it's it's just it's a phenomenal way to vacation. You can spend way more money doing other things, believe it or not. That is true. I've never been on one ne- for no other no, reason yeah. that I've just never been in a position to be in one. But I have no bias against it. 
Yeah, I've never so been. Try it out. You, uh, you could get to San Diego that way. Yeah. How long would that take? I don't know, a couple weeks. <laughs> they nice they move the boats around. Wedding. I'm sure you could kind of Pod piece together. Pod, yeah. Pod, wedding uh, wedding Sunday. I don't think I have that much time. The the cruise I went on a few weeks ago had um, the Wi-Fi was really strong, actually, where it was like I was kind of still with it. Like you, you do lose a lot of the cable channels and stuff, but the Internet was strong enough where I wasn't like disconnected from the world if I wanted to kind of, you know, plug in. Eventually, I mean, we're we've got to I mean, we've got to be close to a uh, point where Wi-Fi is going to be good everywhere. I mean, it, it, we have to be close to that point. Yeah, it, I don't understand how it's not, but I yeah. always do remember that being like a thing, like in the summer when you were in like high school or like you know, like when you had, like when I first had a cell phone, it was like, oh, your friends are going on a cruise. Like, I will literally talk to you in eight days. Like, I, you know, yeah. they're like, I won't have my phone at all. Like, and you're like, yeah, it's like a legit. Everything is dead out there. But again, that's before all this stuff. But like we were. Yeah. At, I was at a point. Yeah when I was flying to Portugal where I was effectively like live tweeting post game and instantly turn the game, like on a plane <laughs> over the Atlantic ocean. Like that's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take my pick that I had with the other chain restaurant. I'm going to take BJ's brew house. The pizza's good. The pizookies are tremendous mm. and it's just not talked about in the chain restaurant game as much as some other ones. And I think it's a pretty solid experience every time you go in there underrated, probably rightfully a little underrated because just, doesn't do anything unbelievably well, but mm-hmm. I think it's good. So I'm taking BJ's. It's lost in the sauce a little bit. Does it's it's awesome. It's very good. I don't know that I ever had a full meal there. Just beers and bazookies. If that's the way you I've want had to the, um, it, I think that's a good. I mean, experience. I didn't have anything to complain about there. Yeah, good beer, so, pretty good beer the, selection as well. The um. I get there like I think it's like a brisket bacon burger or something like that. It's fire. It's awesome. Like if you're really lining right. up some different places, like in a strip mall, if I'm somewhere I don't know where to go to a local place, that's probably where I'm picking to go. Just solid. when I was in, I did that in Columbus, Ohio. Like I we stayed near like a, a mall with all this stuff, and I was like, um, I'm just gonna go to BJ's. Like it's yeah. because you know short, how good you sort of just like sit at the bar and you feel like you're like at a bar. It's exactly what I did. Like. Had really good food, like had some drinks, watched, you know, whatever's on the TV. And that was, yeah, it was awesome. It's very good. Mm. Finish this out, RD2. This has actually gone better than I thought it was going to. Yeah, yeah, it has not been bad. Um, I am picking going to under or underrated, going to just going to hang out with the boys. Like we talked about like last week. And Brian was oh, like, this, you know, this is gonna... not a pick. This is, I'm vetoing this. What this do you is... mean? Like going is... to hang out with the guys. It's... It's it's so rated. Like everybody knows yeah. how awesome that all is. Right, yeah. All right, all right, okay. yeah. I can't. Yeah, that can't be fake. Okay. All right, I'll, I'll allow it. I I'll almost need to cruises because I do think people love cruises. But I there is a segment that definitely oh, underrates people. cruises. I made oh. sure to tailor my argument towards. So I'm, I let that slide. I can't let yeah, this okay. slide out. That, I'm like, fine with that. Me and Brian consistently talk about all the time how much we just enjoy hanging with the boys. Well, I know <laughs> that's what I was gonna. I was gonna yeah, regurgitate, but. It's all, right. all right. Again, I allow it. I, I, you know, this whole list stinks. Um, this one I'm taking. This is not a niche one, but it's like only a couple. Like not people know about it, but if you're driving up to Pittsburgh, stopping at Breezewood is just like legit heaven. Again, I don't know if you know what it is. I don't. I do. <laughs> I very much do. These are the types and, of picks I was trying to rack my brain for. It's a yes. It's a you terrible place, it. but it's an awesome place at the same time. It's, it's the best. <laughs> like, 
What it is, has it's the it's the um whatever you want to call the ga gas stations that are full service convenience store whatever it is an emol is it, what's the word emulgation emol what's the word I'm looking for there please Taylor no. help me no emulgation <laughs> emulgation something like that is that is that a word keep going it is all of them all in one place where um. What is what what highway is it? It's 70 dumps 70 and, and where you literally cannot continue on 70 to go further west and look mm. until you do this loop around. They have concocted, they've built <laughs> it's such a cheat code where they literally made the highway loop in a circle around this town where you have to go in it and out yep. of it in order to get through the toll to go on the highway to go west to Pittsburgh. It's it's honestly ridiculous because at one point coming back from a wedding in Pittsburgh, they cut, they cut all the traffic down to one lane. And I was in Breezewood for 45 minutes without getting out of my car. It was insane. And I'm looking around and I'm like, wait, logistically, this makes no fucking sense. You're just forced me to go into this place and like go to, go to Wawa or whatever sheets. Yeah. Which is what? stupid, and there's a there's probably there's this stupid sports memorabilia store that's between two of the <laughs> gas stations that I always yep. see the dumbest sports jerseys outside of. Um, but anyways, <laughs> it's 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 a sight to see. It is. It's such a special place. It Taylor. It has every fast food place ever created. It's it's like a mega truck stop. It's like like he said. It's like going from here to Pittsburgh, but it's right off seventy. It is put all again, the signs you, are on the the tallest version of the signs. Yeah, like they, yep. they, it's a it's a contest of who can have the highest fast food sign. Yep. Um. There. It, it's like again. It's like just a massive truck stop, and and it. I, I'm trying to think. Like it has just tons of restaurants. It's like if you look in like a Japanese textbook. That's what they think America is because it's every corporate low. It's McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, Taco Bell, Subway, like Dairy Queen, this gas station, that gas station. They're like, this is what everybody thinks America is like when they look at us. It's just fucking fast food everywhere. It's Perkins, so funny. Snow if you look Taco Bell, it's yeah, like that. It's heaven, though. I love it so much. My friend was actually driving to, she was driving home to Pittsburgh. And she stopped at a gas station there and LeBron James was getting gas in his Porsche behind her because he was driving to Cleveland. She has like a picture in Breezewood with LeBron, like as he's pumping his gas. It's like, it, it's, it's magical. Like it is again, if you have not seen it, Google it, look it up on YouTube. Like it's, it's, such it's a not just that everything's there, but it's so on top of each other. Yes. Yes. It's, it's like it's, a continuous it, parking lot. Yeah, it really I'm is. Just looking it's at pictures crazy. of it. The amount of like, yeah, we should tweet. We have to tweet him from the account, but like the amount of like stoplights and and lanes and like arrows turning everywhere, it's nuts. But again, they have every food you could ever want. Like when we would drive up to my grandparents' house, we used to go that way, obviously. Um, and then yeah, like you said, you could take the turnpike, or it's a, you can go up through the mountains, which is an awesome place. That's where you go to like um, Shanksville, PA, where the plane fell from nine eleven. Like you go to go into that memorial. Um, so it's just again anything you could ever want. Like it's 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 just fast food heaven. So it's always a very fun fun spot. Again, very underrated. If you've been there, 
you you know if you've been there. You always know if you've been through Breezewoods. So it's a good time. And there you have it. Um, underrated places. Bank State's going nowhere. Wendy's, Walton, uh, Wisconsin in the summer and cruises. I took nail salons, Red Robin, Junk Cock, Water Parks, and BJ's Brewhouse. And RDT takes airports, the Outer Banks, Quiznos, Ken Griffey's Ball in the Warehouse, and Breezewood. What a draft. Don't think there's any reason for us to go to honorable mentions. Um, I, I I developed a whole bunch while we were going here. Go ahead. If you uh, want. I wanted to go Outback Steakhouse against your Red. I Rock. think that's probably rated. I think it's the best of those chains. But that's what I'm saying. I think a lot of people share that opinion. Sure. I think people. Um, are yeah. Okay, fair. Um, Boston Market. I'm a big Boston Market stand. I love I, a good home cooked meal, rotisserie chicken. Slaps. I'm all for it. Um, Alex Lens place. I considered taking um, mm-hmm. uh, going to the movies alone. Um, they oh, yeah, anywhere alone. See, I love that. Going so anywhere much. alone. I think about it as underrated. I love going. Yeah, to yeah. Solo trips. Um, yeah. I feel like I had another, but um, I'm not gonna hold us up. Um. I was going to do a quick hottest take, but I now have totally forgotten what that was going to be. When we were talking about that, what that was going to be about. Um, so I won't give one. I don't I'm trying to go through the draft. We were talking about something, and I was like, I, I have a take that to give that. I just don't remember what it was. Gas stations, Breezewood. It's a really good podcast. It was in the middle of the draft. I, just, I do I'm need you to look up Breezewood, Taylor. Or I need, I need I'm looking it up. I see it. I, I get what you're saying. It, it's very much um, what you guys described. <laughs> I'm looking. At, I'm looking at a description I on visitpennsylvania.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, diners! Diners is my last one. Ooh, yeah, I like diners. Cool. I think diners, diners overall, people just kind of don't. They don't appreciate them the way they should. Yeah, I would agree. Diners are very, it's very never good. like a hey, we have to go to the diner. It's always like, do you want to go here? No, do you want to go here? And then someone's like, diner, and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like that's yeah, yeah I could yeah. do that. Yeah, that's a great Diners pick. Are good. Yeah, that would have been a very good top pick. Towson Diner. Oh yeah, yeah. they still got the old school look in there too. Um, I we have no hottest takes, but we'll give the love to the Black Eyed Susan Spice Company. Um, locally owned, some great stuff. They've given us some product that's been awesome to try. Use the promo code XFV2 at checkout um, to get some of their fantastic products. Obviously, a, a locally, just like Bet, they're a local owned business. We love supporting those. Uh, Jimmy's Seafood as well. So um, use the promo SCV2, Black Eyed Susan Spice Company. Uh, very much appreciate their support as always. Um, Nick Kander Medley, Maryland Person of the Week. Um, I will open it up. I was not on the podcast last week, um, and so I did not give plaudits on this show to uh, Team USA's win in the Captain's Cup. Um, and I'm an accountable guy, so I didn't want anyone to think I was avoiding the show last week to not talk about this. An amazing competition. Between both teams, um, and uh, we took the loss in a playoff. Great job by the other side to get it done. One of the all-time moments in Captain's Cup history for it to go to a playoff. So, uh, wonderful job by Banks, uh, Dugan, Dave, and Alex, um, who won. And um, obviously love the efforts of our squad, me, Bat B, Kyle, and Mike. So, um, congrats to you, Brian, and your squad. Uh, also want to shout out the three places we played. Williamsburg, just a nice place to go for this. Mm-hmm. Three good golf courses, 
Um, we had some good experiences in bars and restaurants. Didn't, didn't even go to Bush Gardens or Colonial Williamsburg. There's like a lot to do there. We didn't really do any, do a ton of it. It was really nice driving into Golden Horseshoe and just kind of seeing it and yeah. just getting a taste of it and then being like, all right, yep. The worst part, and I do want to throw this in there, is the fact that America and the state of Virginia has not figured out the segment of that drive through northern Virginia before you get into Maryland and the traffic that's constantly there is truly despicable. What are they doing? All that construction and work on those middle lanes, and it's a toll, sure, and if you take it, it helps, but all the land that they have that they could just make it one big highway, and they just choose not to. So ridiculous how bad that is. It's such a bad drive. Yeah. Um, Not fun. So that's mine. RDT. Um, I'm going our guy Grayson. I have to, I have to give him props just for how good he's been. I know we talked about him, but how good he's been since coming up, um, coming back up from from AAA. Um, pitched uh, again, awesome tonight. One hit, I think six Ks, um, six innings. He's just looked really, really good. Um, and then he also, so my cousins, my cousins came down again for the game from Pittsburgh in New York, and they drafted Grayson. I told him to draft Grayson in fantasy this year. They traded him after they sent him down. They were like, we're done with him. And I was like, nope, don't be done with him. Like, keep him. And they didn't, so they traded him. So they've been, like, playfully trash-talking me. So my cousin brought his son to the game, and I DM Grayson. And I was like, yo, is there any chance I can get you to toss a ball up, like, to my cousin's son? I was, you know, And he was like, oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. So we get in there. And like I walk my cousins down to the dugout and I just go like watch this. I was like Grayson, and he came out and tossed tossed my cousin's son the ball, and so he did me a solid this weekend because I I told my cousins I was like you have to draft him one one next year. Like you guys are idiots for for trading him. So again, great guy off the field, killing it on the field. Big supporter of the pod. Yep, happy for all of his success. Yeah, he's the one who's promised. Thanks. Bob Barker. Got to take Bob Barker here. Absolute legend of the game. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm a little bit salty that Bailey Carlin was the one who just dropped that tweet and it went super viral. But Such yeah, a him, good, by the way, incredible tweet. I got to give him credit. Yeah. It's first time. But when, I, when I saw it over and over and over, I was like, yeah, I get it. Like it, it was the yeah. same recycled one. But yeah, Bailey, yeah, Bailey yeah. hitting it first is, is very appropriate. It's just. I th- what what can I say that hasn't been said on so many platforms already? Just somebody that so many generations can relate to and uh, ultimate sick day guy. Uh, mm-hmm. What was it? Like 6,300 episodes or some crazy number like that. Like you just don't see that. That's a guy who, you know, put on his, uh, put on his hard hat and brought his lunch pail to work every single day for, for years and years and years. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, can you really think of somebody either that like, more or less as harmless and small as it was could go on national television on a daily basis and shove a political opinion down America's throat every single day for 50 years. And no one just like bats an eye or Couldn't gets do that about it. Nobody gets mad about it. I, like, that's what America used to be. <laughs> you could just be like, Oh, it's Bob Barker. That's just his thought. Yeah, just he's just saying doing his thing. We no, everybody has to get mad about everybody's opinion now. Daytime TV legend. Yep. Love Bob Barker. Great mm-hmm. pick. Was gonna would was in my list, but I needed to get the captain's cup thing in. Was gonna say Amazon mention. Glad he got his 
firm recognition as a winner this week. Happy to do it. Good job by you. Um, I don't see anyone to have to more either. Yeah, two quick honorable mentions for me. College football officially really back this Saturday. I know we had the week zero, week zeros, whatever. Um, really back in earnest, as we already talked about Maryland, but love college football and it's back. And um, the second one was a sad one. I know this, we don't talk about like pro wrestling doesn't really mean anything in the show, but the death of Bray Wyatt was very sad uh, this week. It was like a kind of a transformative talent of the past like decade or so. On WWE, and that's like very sad for someone to to die that young. That was sort of that impactful for people. So um, mm-hmm. that 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 sent shockwaves throughout that segment of uh, of culture that is professional wrestling. So any honorable uh, mentions? Well, he was a big Jimmy's guy. I met him and Jimmy, and we yeah. I forget where we were. We were at a, some party or event there, and him and him because I remember it was him and what's the other guy's name? Strowman, Strowman, Ron Strowman. Yeah, like they walked in the room and we were like, holy shit, like these guys are massive. And so, yeah, like I knew he was always a big Jimmy's guy. So I know Johnny knew him personally. So that seemed like, again, I'm, I'm on the outside looking in for wrestling. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, wow, like that's that's a big name. Like that's that's it's a very big deal. It was such yeah. a big deal. At, like they did a tribute to him. And then another guy, Terry Funk, who was like an, an OG, yeah. like big time mm-hmm. in the hardcore scene too. They did a tribute to both of them at the beginning of WWE SmackDown show on Friday. And the ratings like spiked to like a two year high or three year high or something because people at the beginning of the segment of the show because there was like so much outpouring for those two people. So mm-hmm. um, that is a thing where that is unfortunately a industry where people die historically have died young, which is very, very sad. Yeah. Um, so any honorable mentions from you guys? And then we'll wrap it up. Mm hmm. There you have it. Bob Barker. Bob Barker. Stands alone. I was talking to some people about that, and they were like, I could have sworn Bob Barker died 10 years ago. And I was like, I, I don't think like there was ever no, I think I think the victory lapping when he retired was so big, and the age at which he did so was so such a big number that people were just like, Oh, he must he must be dead. Yeah. Because yeah. we, we tributed yeah. the heck out of him, which Mm-hmm. You know, diverse, deservedly so. I do want to. I maybe maybe call this a hot take here. I feel as though a lot of people have have uh, with Bob Barker's death have really diminished Drew Carey's work, and I think Drew Carey has done a very admirable job. Mm-hmm. I would agree. I think very Drew difficult Carey's position. Good you put that show on. I think he's good. Yes. Legitimately good. A lot and of I, people drag him through the mud. I think he's he's good at the job. You can't expect mm-hmm. him to be Bob Barker. He's done. He's done a good job. Impossible it. spot to follow somebody, and he really didn't need to take on that role. And I think he's good when you watch the show. Yeah. Like I think he's very underrated. Thing, Drew Who's Carey is in anyway. Oh, oh like, it's so good. That's so underrated. good. It's that show is so good, so good. Those those episodes are like some of the like the funniest things I still think to this I day. Of that's we may have talked about this. I wonder where that's streaming. It's on Netflix. It's definitely it? on Netflix. I, 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 a year and a half ago, I went through a run where I watched like a whole season and and somebody tried to watch it with me and I just was busting guts the entire time. And and, and uh, nope. Nothing. It's <laughs> so good. I love it it's so much. So good. It's so good. It's so good. They rerun it on ABC Family, Freeform, whatever, late, yeah. late night. In the, in my, yeah, in yeah. College, always I watched it like two episodes every single time. And then the, then the 700 Club came on. 
<laughs> I, I, we may have talked about this at some point, but uh, Chip, what's his name? Just taking a turn to be the bad guy and out of bags. Out of bags is incredible. It's an unbelievable development. It's incredible. <laughs> One of the great all-time transformations. Yeah, we have the heel turn. That. Chip Eston or whatever. So good, such a good heel. <laughs> they turn. go on tour like uh, Kyle Mockery and I think Ryan Styles Ryan with Styles, a couple other yeah. odds and ends. Yeah, Wayne Brady hosts. Um, let's make a deal. Speaking of daytime TV, that's true. That's yeah. true. You know, Wayne. Uh, good way to end it. Good talk to end it. Drew Carey, Bob Barker, daytime TV. Um, <laughs> relatable in a time where the cable cable is just falling apart. No, people are just aren't going to do that anymore. We're just kind of sad. Maybe cable just come all the way back around. Maybe it's just going to cycle back once every. It will. will. Everyone's going to get the streaming services. Be like. Let's just do. Let's just have everything on one thing, and that's everyone's just gonna come back to cable. Just cable, hundred percent. Just becomes cable again. Um, thank you to everyone for listening. You can follow the podcast that's been scrolling on the screen at the bottom at XMB Two Podcast and all your social media platforms. You can follow Eric at E D I T T I twenty two. You can follow Banks at Barstool Banks. You can follow me at Taylor Schmidt ten. Um, I didn't put. I typed that in quickly to start the show, so I didn't put our two other compadres on there. You can follow Jake at Jake Luke. You can follow um, Spenny at Ravens for Dummies, the number four between Ravens and Dummies. I'm sure they will have a jumbo set this week at some point talking Ravens cut down and then end of the preseason, all those different things, some great stuff there. Uh, make sure to go listen to Jake's uh, fantastic work on a season in between. Um, did a really, really nice job on that. I certainly enjoyed listening mm-hmm. to it, and I know a lot of people have as well. Um, so give his stuff – um a listen thanks to all of our sponsors black eyes Susan spice company fed thrill and jimmy's famous seafood appreciate them uh as always uh we'll have more uh, as i said i would assume those guys will have a jumbo set this week to go deep dive more into the ravens um week one coming up our instant analysis podcast if you're new to the show we will do an instant analysis after every single ravens home game i think there'll be more rotation between the five of us this year so some different voices weaving in and out um, and then I know Jake and Spenny will continue their jumbo sets throughout the year. So they'll go ahead and go into the deep dive Ravens coverage. Um, and we're going to do that for the Orioles as well as we start to enter the playoffs. Um, so that is still to come, I think, probably starting um, as we enter September here. So um, enter the playoffs to kind of give um, some more Orioles centric shows. And then we'll continue to do the old general run throughs, which are always fun um, as well. Thanks once again for listening. Appreciate everyone supporting the podcast. Um, subscribe, like, rate, review, all those different things. And we'll see you next time on the Exit 52 podcast presented by Jimmy's Seafood.